Welcome to She Illuminated. I'm Jana Fuchs, a licensed clinical psychotherapist and soul coach for burnt out women and moms looking to take control of their stress and say hello to a more joyful life. I'm also a mom to two incredible young humans, one of whom is autistic. Together, we will dive into real, raw, and messy conversations about intuition, vulnerability, and the resilience of the human spirit. We all deserve the gift of connection to ourselves and to our lives. So let's spend a little time together here, and perhaps we can walk through the rest of this day feeling just a bit more brightly illuminated. Let's go. Dear Illuminated Manifestation Seekers, you're going to thank me for this episode. Today's guest is bound to inspire and motivate you to dream big. At least that's what my next guest did in her own life. And she's now created her own empire, helping other women to do the same, using manifestation as the touchstone of her business practice, as well as her own belief system. From high schoolers to those in their middle age years and beyond, she is literally impacting people from around the world to take inspired action in their own lives, and she breaks down the steps of how to cultivate and execute a dream. I am over the moon, giddy with excitement to share the very person whose podcast in part inspired me to take action with my launching She Illuminated. Today's guest is none other than the very esteemed Julia Martin of Dream Your Biz and the Dream Your Life podcast. So to give you some more context, Julia is a manifestation and business coach whose mission is to help women ignite the fire and passion in their lives and careers. After a successful 12-year career in business development at Google and Twitter, Julia realized it was time to start sharing what she knew about manifestation with the world. She combines her deep understanding of the power of mindset with proven business strategy to help her clients transform their lives and catapult their careers. Julia's main focus today is on helping motivated and passionate women manifest their own flourishing and soulful coaching businesses. Beyond that, she truly practices what she preaches. As a mother of three young kids, she embodies everything she's learned about the law of attraction to create a life of balance, love, and happiness. She believes that we can achieve balance with the right tools, practices, and mindsets. So without further ado, here is my interview with Julia Martin. Julia Martin, welcome. Thank you, Jana. I'm so happy to be here. This is a super exciting moment for me because you have been really instrumental in helping me to imagine that this too is something I could do and really enjoy. And this all started, so a friend of mine and I were taking a walk and um, we were talking about 
intuition, spirituality, synchronicities. And she has this side of her that is like me. And I hate using the word woo-woo because I think it is, it can be kind of diminishing. But, um, you know, we both have an appreciation for science, but also things that are um, more mysterious. Um, and we were having this whole conversation and she was like, you have to listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. You have to check out the dream your life podcast. And this one episode is like, it's going to give you chills. And, uh, so I listened and I've been listening ever since. And that was a few mm-hmm. months ago. Oh my gosh, Jana, I didn't know that. I did. So this is Jessica, your friend. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jessica, we, we both reference whose friends you sat next to at a wedding. Oh, yeah. 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 Synchroni- more synchronicities. I didn't know that it all started with a walk and that she yes. was the one that, okay, super cool. I love yes. that. Yeah. I can't believe I never told you that. So this is all to say that you've been a huge influence on me. So I'm super pumped for you to be here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start by, you know, kind of just talking about the fact that You are a manifestation and business coach. You have started an international curriculum in high schools to guide students towards cultivating their goals and dreams. And you are an entrepreneur, a podcaster, a mom of three young, beautiful children, and also just like a beautiful, genuine human on top of it all. Mm-hmm. So let's start with manifestation and what that word means to you, since that's really kind of like the foundation for you of all of this. And because I think manifestation means different things to different people. Yeah. 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 Well, first of all, Jana, thank you so much for that introduction and it's like oh i just i feel it in my heart and i and i just have to add before we get into manifestation or my definition that seeing you and being on this podcast with you and seeing all the fancy mic and equipment and um and just the production of this all like to me there is no better feeling um to have maybe helped inspire some of this and then been along the journey of creating this. Like to me, this is the ultimate manifestation when you get to see the ripple effect of like your beliefs and what you're creating and then help someone else do the same. And then to know that this podcast that you're creating is then going to create another ripple effect in the lives of so many. Like sometimes I stop and I just think about this and I'm just like, Oh, I'm like overwhelmed with gratitude, but this real sense of purpose and alignment. So, um, one, thank you so much for inviting me into your life and um, into this part of your journey. I'm so honored to be here. Um, manifestation is, to me is really like if we break it down, it's simply this idea that our thoughts and our beliefs are creating our reality. And what you think about, what you focus on, and what you move towards with the belief that it can happen, you will make happen. And um, I've, you know, I was introduced to The Secret at a really dark 
part of my life. Like I had been laid off three times. I was very lost. I didn't know who I was. All the dreams that I had had as a child of like being, you know, successful and a career woman and having the family and the kids, everything just felt so far away. And I was introduced to the concept of manifestation. I read a a book called Infinite Possibilities and it basically laid out like everything that's happening in your life is a product of your own thoughts and your own focus. And then I realized I'm focusing on all the wrong things and I'm not actually thinking about what I want. I'm thinking about all the things that are not going well and that's just perpetuating itself. So to answer your question, manifestation is really understanding that you are the creator, the director, the producer of your life and being to intentionally manifest means to create the vision, focus on it and believe that it's possible. Yeah. I think that's a really um, succinct and easy to understand concept and yet harder for a lot of people to put into practice without the right supports and resources. And this kind of leads me to my next question, which is, um, is manifestation a concept that's only for the very privileged or the people who are just lucky enough to be able to um, call that a concept that is responsible for um, their privileged success. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is where I think manifestation maybe gets kind of like a a bad rap or like what you see on TikTok and and Instagram, like I'm going to manifest the car and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, well, yeah, of course, because you have the resources to do that. And I like not everyone can manifest that kind of experience or car. I don't think about manifestation like that anymore. Um, I think in the beginning there was this sort of like superficial, even for me, understanding of manifesting because I'm like, oh my God, I'm making all these things happen. All the stuff that I'm putting on my vision board that I'm focusing on is appearing in my life. And that that is very real. You can do that. But I have gotten to a point where I see it in such a deeper, more spiritual way. And it's, first, we're all always manifesting. Everyone, every human being on this planet is manifesting. And whether you want to call it manifesting or you want to call it something else, that's fine. But we're all creating our lives through our thoughts and our actions our, our, and our feelings. Our feeling, our thoughts that affect our emotions and then our emotions and our thoughts that are affecting our behaviors and and that affects what shows up in our life. So um, we're all manifesting and the the idea of intentional manifestation is I am going to focus on the life that I want to create. And it's not just the car or the vacation. I think of it as how do I want to feel? So you don't need privilege to feel good about who you are, to feel grateful about the things in your life, the people in your life. And it doesn't matter where you are in the world or what walk of life 
you know, what hand of life you were given, I think we can all strive for those feelings of happiness and joy and connection and love and peace and self-acceptance and self-worth. Um, and those are very much feelings that you can't, anyone can manifest. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much crossover between that belief system and it's the same belief system that I share, which is probably why your podcast resonates with me. Um, but also what I, what I teach my, my clients, um, and it's a lot of acceptance of all the feelings that are the the more uncomfortable feelings, right? Like they're there. They're part of the human experience. This isn't to say that manifestation is supposed to be, um, you know, like all sunshine and rainbows and all about like positivity. It's, it's, it's all of it. It's making space for um, the things that feel the things that feel harder, the voices that tell us we can't do it. There's always going to be a million reasons why. And um, okay, so we make room for those thoughts. Now we have a choice to make. Do we gratify all of those uncomfortable kind of like, for lack of a better word, more negative kinds of thoughts um, by engaging in numbing out behaviors, right? I mean, there's a million of them. Um, or do we turn our attention toward the list of things that are based on our values and choose something from that list? Like at least just like one thing a day could be the smallest thing, right? I mean, maybe it's like calling your mother or um, going for a walk with your best friend or spending an extra 10 minutes of quality time with your child, wh whatever it is, um, or finally granting yourself 10 minutes before falling asleep at night with no distractions to actually read like an old fashioned book, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, so it's, it's kind of like having part of the human experience is having those thoughts, but manifesting what you want from your life, mm -hmm. even while you have those distressing thoughts creep in. Um, and so I love that. Um, that really yeah. deeply resonates. Well, I think also what you you're saying too, cause we can, we can talk about, um, the law of attraction, which is a lot of people kind of bunch those together, manifestation and law of attraction, law of attraction being a, a universal law, just like the law of gravity, but a universal law that says that um, energy attracts like energy. Our thoughts create an energy. Everything in this universe is made up of energy with a, with a frequency that can be measured. And so when you have these negative thoughts, you're attracting all sorts of negative things into your life. It's this whole like, and, and if you actually think about it, and I think anyone can think about those days when, you know, you stub your toe when you wake up and you're just in a bad mood and then it like everything seems to go wrong. It's just this spiraling and it builds momentum we see it in our own life, like it happens. And the same thing happens when you choose to wake up feeling grateful, or even if you 
force a little bit of gratitude and then you feel yourself feeling a little bit better, those are the times when like the opportunities come in. Those are the, you get the smiles from the strangers, the free cup of coffee. The more you can actually practice this, the more you'll see, oh my gosh, the law of attraction is real and I can see the evidence in my life when I choose to focus on these positive feelings, when I choose to reframe some of the things that happen to me as opportunities to grow, there's the things that show up in your life will really, at the, in the beginning, I remember thinking like, oh my God, life is just going really well. Like this, what is this like little hack? And then I've just realized that we all have this power to choose our thoughts it is a choice at the end of the day. It is a choice. It's hard. And there's some work that needs to be done to retrain your brain not to go to the negative. But once you can do that and you're rewiring parts of your brain, your life will change like yeah. it truly will. And so that's manifesting too. And the, what you were talking about, this um, doing these little things, I call it a this is actually an exercise that I give to my clients is create your 15 minute bliss list. So I have them write down things that take 15 minutes that don't cost money. So it could be read an old fashioned book, listening, listen to an inspiring podcast, pet your dog, you know, go on a walk, lay on a hammock, put on a face mask, whatever it is giving yourself, like making those things a priority, because when you do that and you feel better, your vibration rises. And yes. those, like the things that sh show up in your life are all those positive experiences and opportunities. It's like when you can master this, it is the ultimate life hack. Yeah. Yeah. So this actually is a good segue to 2020 for you. Mm -hmm. And um, you had a hunch in 2020 when you realized that you are no longer manifesting a career that was in line with your values. Mm -hmm. And can you share a little bit about that time and like what it took for you to admit to yourself um, yeah. that it was no longer manifesting with your values and because you were in a career that so many other people your age or frankly any age would have killed to be in. So um, yeah, if yeah. you could speak a little bit yeah. about that. I mean, it was a career that I at one point was like, it was the dream. It truly was the dream. So I I always thought, and I think it's also because I'm from the Bay Area, from California, um, from Silicon Valley. And so I was surrounded by tech and uh, and just that whole world. And so I like I remember the first time I saw two guys wearing a Google shirt. Um, it had just started. And it was probably like maybe it was one of the founders. But I remember thinking, wow, what is this company? And getting like, really obsessed with it. And then obviously using it and then just learning about the culture of working at Google. It just seemed so exciting. And then hearing about all the perks, I'm like, 
That is the dream. That is the dream to work at a company like Google. Uh, I don't even care what I do or let it be Google Abu Dhabi or like, I, literally, I was like, if I could work at Google, that is my dream. And so that was kind of how I tested manifest manifesting. And I've talked about this on the podcast, but I was like, I have no experience. I've been laid off three times. I'm going to follow these steps and manifest a job at Google. And if I get a job, I'm going to know that this works. And three months later, I had my job and I had and then, you know, I've manifested so many things in my life. And um, I call them vision board moments because they're literally things that were on my vision board or things that I have visualized that it, it's not coincidence. Like, you know, when it's something you're experiencing, living something that you've dreamed about. And I think what happened in 2020 is um, I had just had my third child, my son, Wit. And um, I had been eight years at Twitter at this point, had a career at Google, and then moved to Twitter. Um, all things that I had definitely wanted and was excited about. But the fire had sort of just been like fizzling for a few years. Like I just kept saying to myself, like, oh, why, why am I so unfulfilled? Like this is my – I'm living in the vision board. And I couldn't think of anything else that I wanted to do. I couldn't think of any other company that I wanted to work for. I'd, I'd like every few years I would get an idea for a new business or I would look at LinkedIn and be like, oh, maybe I want to go to Facebook or maybe I want to go to LinkedIn or maybe I want to go to – and then that would fizzle too. And I think I was just like didn't know what the next chapter could look like. And again, I was like I should – feel so grateful because this was my dream. And it is the dream to your point of so many. And I was like, I have all the perks. I have all the things. I'm living in my dream community. I love my husband. Like, why does life feel so misaligned? Yeah. And um, I had my son wit and I got, um, I was on maternity leave six Maybe no, three weeks into my maternity leave, and I got a call from HR, and they they said my role was being made redundant, and I was going to be laid off, and that was the moment, Jana, where I was like, "Oh my!" I, I think I manifested that moment subconsciously because I I needed something to just shake me, and it was it was devastating in the like when it first happened cuz i'm like oh my god i i'm i'm haven't slept i have this newborn i have three kids i'm not ready for this well, what am i supposed to do this severance isn't even going to cover my whole maternity like it was just bad so i said okay you know what i'm going to manifest a job back at twitter i'm going to have my whole maternity leave and then i'm going to figure out what it is that i want to do and i had so much conviction in that i was just like this this is the time I'm not, I have no loyalty anymore. Like there's this, this is a sign. This is a sign for me. Synchronicity or whatever. I just knew it didn't feel like random. It felt like I was, now we could talk about spirit guides or whatever, but so, something was forcing me to reevaluate where I was and to mm -hmm. take a really good hard look. And that's when I was like, you know, I don't know what it is, but I had this, real like kind of calling feeling inside of me like I think I need to 
explore and a, a way that I want to explore this is by starting a podcast. I had the, the just the seed had been planted. And so I had a six week old ba- baby. I had just gotten my job back at Twitter and I enrolled in a podcasting course. And that podcast that I started, uh, I released the first episode right before I went back to work. So it was um, in February um, of 2021. And that podcast, Dream Your Life, has taken me on this whole journey. It, it is like the I discovered what I'm here to do. I started a side coaching business that turned into my full-time thing. I started running workshops. I connected with an old colleague and we built this course for high schoolers that has evolved into something totally different. But um, it all started with that feeling like I am no longer aligned with what I have manifested. And that's, I think the takeaway here is that you can manifest um, all the things, but you have to check in because sometimes you outgrow what those dreams are because actually you often do, right? We all evolve as humans. And so you've got to check in and then see what you're craving and follow the breadcrumbs and follow your curiosities and you will discover what it is you Amen. And I say always the only thing permanent about life is change. Mm -hmm. And I think what you said earlier, the question, that question is so powerful. How do you want to feel? Right? Like Mm -hmm. starting with that, let's start with that. I mean, how often do people really stop to ask themselves that question? Yeah. It's like the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. I know even like for me, you know, and I I know so many um, these concepts to me are like ingrained in me just from my, my work and my field. Um, but, you know, I'm human too. And I'm guilty of being on the hamster wheel and kind of just being in like go mode and autopilot mode. And I think carving out the time and it's, doesn't even have to take a long time at all. But um, even if it's just having a conversation with a friend, you know, or mm-hmm. a partner and just saying like, you know, I feel like something's not right. I feel like something is misaligned in me and I can't quite put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really want to get clear about how I want to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be so powerful. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, and for me, that this podcast for me just started as um, something that I thought I would feel um, a sense of pleasure in creating and a sense of connection. And hopefully, you know, if the byproduct of that was having some sort of, you know, positive impact on a few listeners, great. Um, and that's kind of where it it started for me. Um, but you were kind of this um, this like prototype, this like model of how it could actually look and evolve. Um, and it's really just so cool to hear your story. Um, so I want to ask you some of the clients, like when you think about since you've started the coaching portion of your business, um, I 
would be so curious to hear when you think about like the real success stories and and whatever that means to you. It doesn't have to mean that they're making like tons of money, but just like the people who who are now feeling the way that they set out to feel and, mm-hmm. you know, that they were kind of in that place of feeling, you know, beaten down by life or just misaligned when they first came to you and how they've made changes now. Mm-hmm. Um, do any do any stories kind of come to mind for you that you can share? Gosh, it's like when you say that, it's like I just have this warm feeling inside of me because I think and – and I'm not crediting this to me or my coaching or anything. I'm actually no, crediting it to – I'm crediting <laughs> it to the women who chose yeah. to invest in themselves and to ask themselves that question and get really honest. It's interesting, Jana, because I think you wouldn't think like personal development is a controversial space, but it it's very triggering for a lot of people. Um, people don't want to go there. You know, it's hard to ask yourself what you want when you know that something isn't right because it means going there and Mm -hmm. thinking about what's not right. And that can be really uncomfortable. We don't like to be uncomfortable as humans. (laughs) We like to feel protected and safe and to go somewhere that's uncomfortable deliberately is brave. And so I think asking that question just on, you know, the transformations or like to me, when I think one of the things I do when, when I do private coaching is um, a lot of women will come to me, especially now, it's, it's a lot of women who are starting businesses or at a point where they want to grow their business using manifesting. And maybe they're be- becoming more spiritual and they like my background in like business development. They want the strategy, but they want something else. They don't want just the masculine way of doing things. And, um, for every single one of my private clients, even if the focus or they come to me for business or they come to me, you know, in the beginning, like for a relationship, we touch on it all because it's the whole of your life that you really want to feel balanced. And so we start with looking at your life across all areas, like going there. How do you feel with your family? How do you feel with your finances, with your career, with your friendships, with your physical health, with your mental health, with, you know, like your pastimes, with fun and recreation? And um, and then throughout the course of coaching, yes, we'll focus on, you know, whatever it is they want to focus or the goal, but we're touching on all those things. And when I think about your question of, you know, the, the transformation or the, or what, people have gotten out of this. At the end of the three months, I always go back and we look at how satisfied you are in all those areas. And it's always like an increase of like, I was a five out of 10 here and now I'm a nine out of 10. I was a five and nothing, sometimes it's literally nothing big changes. So it's not, I built the, or, you know, I got to seven figures in my career or I started this business. Sometimes those things happen. But it's like, it's all about how you feel. And you don't have to move homes to go from a 5 out of 10 with how you feel in your home to a 10 out of 10. Maybe it's just about how you think about your home 
the little parts of it that you love. Maybe it's moving things around a little bit with your friendships. Like you don't need a whole new group of friends. Maybe it's dedicating more time for like girl nights or hikes or, and, and figuring out how to incorporate that into your life. And so to me, when I think again of like the transformations, it's all about investing in yourself and focusing on how you want to feel and then making changes to the way you think about the things in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, that actually, I think will really resonate for some of the clients I'm working with now, um, focusing on burnt out women and mothers who are trying to create, um, a different kind of balance, um, and a more sustainable, joyful, life um, and maybe with a little more me time. Mm -hmm. And so what do you say to those women? Anything else that you might think about in, you know, if they're listening right now from your perspective and, and manifestation and how, you know, how they imagine wanting to feel? Yeah. Um, well, the first thing is, like really trying to reframe where you are to feel grateful for where you are. Um, like gratitude, this is another thing where I think people talk about gratitude so much, like be grateful, be grateful, but, or, or yeah, I write down the things I'm grateful for in the morning. I, I cannot emphasize how powerful it is to really focus on gratitude. I mean, if we want to think about law of attraction, we want to think about manifesting. When you focus and not just write it down, empty words, I'm grateful for my home. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my kids. Like that, that's not gratitude, a gratitude practice to me in the way that I think is like so powerful. It's thinking about and feeling appreciation for where you are in your life. Feeling appreciation that you have a roof over your head, sometimes feeling appreciation for the overwhelm. I mean, I have a reframe that I use all the time, which is overwhelm is the abundance that I ask for. And I, and in some situations that's not overwhelm, but, but I'm talking about when, if you're overwhelmed with like family and work and friendships and how am I going to get it all fit in? It's like, well, this, these are all the things that you wanted, right? Can, how can we, feel grateful that you called them in to your life. And from that place, then start thinking about, okay, what are the things that are really draining my energy? What are the things that are lighting me up? It's not really a time. I don't think of it as, because I I think you even asked this at our last call. You're like, how many hours do you have in a day? (laughs) Because I do have a lot of like things that I work on and I really pride myself on being a really present mom and having one-on-one time. If I try to think about it in hours that I'm spending in different places, that I I can't, I I couldn't even do the math to figure out how all that would work. I really think about it in terms of how am I going to feel my best so that I'm excited about all the things that I'm doing. I prioritize my energy, yeah, above all else. So. It's really hard to say that and put that into practice if you're feeling overwhelmed. So for the overwhelmed mom or dad or person, 
the first step I would say is to try to reframe where you are and feel grateful even a little bit and make that a practice Yeah, and allow that to help you get to a more neutral place of maybe it's not calm, maybe it's not peace, but maybe it's just not overwhelmed. Maybe it's just, okay, a little bit of space yeah. to think about what I want. And then from there, that's when you can start making the changes. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be from zero to a hundred in one no. step, but it's no. almost like the way I understand what you're saying is the gratitude creates a little bit of a pause. It just creates a little opening, a little space to like take a breath and kind of put things into a more neutral perspective so that you can think from a more regulated, rational standpoint um, yeah. about the changes that would feel best. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's the mindset perspective for sure. But then you have the the energy perspective, the law of attraction, when you focus on gratitude gratitude is an energy, you're going to attract more things to be grateful for. And when that happens, your life starts to shift. So yeah, on the one hand, you're maybe feeling less overwhelmed from just like the, the mindset shift and the different perspective and the space you're creating. The other hand, things are actually changing and becoming easier in your life. Like I even think of it uh, this and uh, this it, this sometimes this sounds like a, I'm making this up, but note it like actually try to find evidence for this in your life. But you'll see, like when when I'm feeling really good, I go to a yoga class every Tuesday and Thursday at six thirty, and I love it. And sometimes I wake up a little too late, and I'm frantic, and I'm like getting my stuff together, and and I don't have time to get my coffee, and uh, and I go there, and I always hit a red light. And then like some, and there's no parking spot out front. And I'm like, oh my God. And then I'm walking in late and it just, it's like, and I know I'm doing this. I'm doing this to myself versus I feel really good. I wake up focusing on gratitude. I think about how lucky I am to be able to go to a yoga class that my husband's going to be with the kids. They're all sleeping peacefully. The sun is out you know, and I had a restful sleep. I'm like getting ready. I'm grateful for the hot coffee that I'm carrying over. Breeze through every green light, parking spot right out front. This happens. Like just when you start to notice it, you're going to be like, whoa, yeah. what is happening? And when those <laughs> days happen, it's like I have the thought, okay, I'd like to order this day again tomorrow, please. Yes. And the next day and the next day. <laughs> yeah. I'm like rocking this. I got this, right? And on the days when it's the opposite and you don't have your coffee because you don't have time. I mean, first of all, that's a big part of the problem. You haven't had your coffee. But yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's kind of like it is the law of attraction. One thing attracts the next. Um, But also it's kind of like what you were saying earlier. When you're looking for the thing – that's going to bring you down or upset you, you're going to find it. 
you're going to yes. find it. And it's not that those red lights don't necessarily exist when you're having a good day, but you're kind of like, no problem. It's a red light. I got no, no big deal, you know, mm -hmm. and you turn on your favorite song. Um, mm -hmm. So it really is mindset. It really, really mm -hmm. is. Um, what are some of the spots in your day? You just talked about some of them with coffee and yoga and gratitude, but that you absolutely make sure to carve out time for and to like really safeguard to energize you and to preserve your, um, your outlook. Mm -hmm. How do you... How do you make sure that you are really protecting that time? And what are some of the things that you do that you make sure that you do to nourish yourself? Yeah. So for the nourishment, I'm not going to talk about the kids stuff because I do, I have, I'm fiercely protective over like family dinners over, even though it can drive me up the wall, but like bedtime routines, I want to do that. I want in the mornings, we have snuggles, like all those things. Um, they're so important to me and I prioritize them. But when I think of this like nourishing and filling my cup, I'm just not going to talk about the, <laughs> the kids stuff. Because I think that for me, I know that I personally need to be outside in nature. Like that yeah. is one of the things that energizes me and gives me inspiration. I, I you know, in as a solopreneur, I have a, I create a lot of content with courses and programs and my own marketing and just even with one on one and the podcast, all of it. Um, if I just sat behind a computer, I would never get the inspiration or the motivation um, to come up with new, fresh ideas. I get those ideas outside. And so I prioritize every day. Um, if I don't go on a run, so like this morning I went on a run and got that. But if I don't go on a run in the morning, I'll go on a walk in the afternoon. Even if like I'm back to back and I have 15 minutes and I, sh I should really get that email out because they were expecting the email that day. I'm like, nope, I'm going to take that 15 minutes and I'm going to walk to the top of the hill because there's this beautiful view. I'm going to bring the dog. I'm going to breathe up there. I'm going to smell the ocean. I'm going to feel the breeze and I'm going to walk back down. Every time I do that, Jana, I get this surge of energy. And then the email that would have taken me 30 minutes to write because I was behind the computer all day comes out of me in three minutes. Amen. Like the stuff that I don't want to do just flows up. It's like every single time I'm like, it's better than a cup of coffee because it's not like this like caffeinated getting things done. It's a calm, inspired energy that I get from being outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like oxygen is our oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Ooh, it profound. really and it's true. <laughs> it's true. And I so that like I mean I felt like I could have been talking just then. I I couldn't survive without getting outside every day. And actually right now I'm going a little nuts because in Chicago we're having horrible air pollution where we pulled my daughter out of camp for the week due to the fires in Canada. Oh, um, yeah. So I'm kind of going nuts right now, not being able to get my outdoor time. Oh, can you um, not even go but, outside? 
Um, it's considered dangerous. It can actually, yeah, it can actually like get into the bloodstream. So um, a lot of the camps were canceled. My daughter's was still um, going on, but we decided to keep her home. So yeah. So um, yeah, I am craving my outdoor time and it for me, and we, we know, I mean, there's like you know, data behind this is um, nature, being in nature is really regulating for Mm -hmm. our nervous systems. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I think that if we can, if we can help the burnt out women out there to just pause even for five minutes, (laughs) go for a walk, get out there. Um, You'll probably, if your concern is you have so much more to do and you're, you know, you're going to eat into your time to be productive, it will actually probably help to increase your productivity if you take a break mm-hmm. and you nourish yourself, mm-hmm. um, then come back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or do something yeah. – if you if you can't get outside, do something from your 15-minute bliss list. Like write down those things that you enjoy. Yeah. I've talked about this in the podcast too. Sometimes if you can just even five mm-hmm. minutes go and make yourself a cup of tea, something that, that is totally – unrelated to work that breaks it up. Like you go and you make the tea, wait for it to boil, pour it in the cup, drink it, come back. Mm -hmm. You will, you will feel a shift in your energy. Like we're not intended. I don't think to just sit for hours and hours behind a computer. I mean, no, I know we're not (laughs) intended to do that, but sometimes just breaking it up um, can make a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. And especially for so many of us who work from home, shifting the environment, even for a few minutes, even if it means going from, you know, where you sit in front of your computer to going to a different floor of the house and doing something Mm -hmm. like what you just said, Mm -hmm. you know, something that's process oriented, that's nourishing to the self. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So... I have so many more questions for you, but they're going to have to wait for another time because (laughs) we are just about out of time. Um, Julia, you are a force of nature, and um, I just adore you so much. You are one of those people who um, I just feel like you're just so easy to connect with and um before you even knew me, I knew you via your <laughs> podcast, but I felt like you knew me. I felt like you knew me. And I, you know, and then from the time we actually did connect, it was kind of seamless. I was like, see, she already knew me. Um, and I, I think did, that's why- though. I did. I feel <laughs> like we why- must, our souls knew each other. Our souls have traveled together or something. Jenna. I, I really feel think so. that way. And I think that's why you have such huge appeal to your listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, you're humble and you speak this language that um, that just is is easy to to connect to and easy to understand and really inspiring. Um, and thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you. I feel all the same things about you, Jan. I'm so happy that you came into my life, and I I'm just I'm like loving watching your journey unfold. And I am so here for just watching you rise. Thank you, my dear. 
I will always put my guest contact information and social media pages as links in the show notes, but I will share with you now um, that if you want to reach out to Julia or learn more about her, you can follow her on Instagram at dreamyourlifenow, or you can email her at julia at dreamyourlifenow.com. She also has a Dream Your Biz coaching business in 12 weeks program called Dream Your Biz, launch a soulful and flourishing coaching business in 12 weeks. I think right now she said there's a wait list for October of 2023. So definitely hop on that before spots fill. If you have enjoyed the show and want to learn more, you can follow me at www.sheilluminated.com or email me with comments and show ideas at Jana at SheIlluminated.com. If you're interested in working with me as a coaching client, contact me at Jana at JanaFuchsCoaching.com. And if this episode meant something to you, please consider supporting the show by taking less than one minute to rate and review the show. It makes all the difference in the world to help spread the word, and it makes it accessible to wider audiences everywhere. You can also take a screenshot of it and share it with a friend or on your socials. Tag me, Jana Fuchs Coaching. And as always, may you walk through the rest of your day feeling just a bit more brightly illuminated. Until next time.